Yes, let's go. Hello, hello. What is up? What is up? <laughs> okay, so I think this is our 10th episode. Wow. Double digits. Yeah, double digits, hitting <laughs> double digits. We've got some NBA segments ranked and uh, some NFL segments, but starting out with the first 15 picks of the 2018 NBA draft, this was the Luka Doncic and Trey Young draft where they yep. traded picks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, first pick in the draft was DeAndre Ayton. Jed, what grade did you give DeAndre Ayton? I gave him a B minus. You know, hasn't really proven anything to me yet. Ooh, that twenty-five okay. game suspension kind of like held me back. That's true. I mean, he's decent, but I don't think he was worth the first overall pick. Right. I gave him a B plus. Uh, he's yeah. been averaging eighteen and eleven. I think he's good. I think his numbers do get boosted a bit from being on the Phoenix Suns, <clears> but. <throat> I think he has lots of potential to be, like, a pretty good post-scoring big. And there's not a lot of guys that have his type of play style in today's NBA. Uh, yeah, I also gave him a B plus. I think he's whoa, a whoa, tenacious rebounder. <laughs> tenacious. I, I think he's a Is tenacious rebounder. Me, or... um, no. I didn't see anything. I think, right? I think it's just the U problem. Yeah. Okay, well, continuing on, uh, DeAndre Ayton, yeah. I mean, he's a great rebounder. He uh-huh. put up points. I mean – that 25-game suspension didn't exactly help his career, but, I mean, I, I don't think it's re- fair to label him a bust because he's definitely a developing player that uh-huh. I, I, mean, I can see being a very good center. But that is a yeah. good point. All right, next up is Marvin Bagley. I gave him a B. He's been averaging 15 and 8. I mean, he's he's okay. He didn't mm-hmm. push the Kings to the playoffs or anything like that, but I think he'll be a pretty good player. I also have Marvin Bagley at a B. I think he has – a lot of potential. I think if he evolved in the next couple of years, he could be a really good player. Mm-hmm. I gave him a B minus. Uh, I think that Marvin Bagley, I think he's a solid pick for the Kings, but I don't think he was the right piece that they should have selected to build a franchise around. I can already see the tensions with uh, Buddy Heald <laughs> and the organization are rising. Uh, and I don't really see the Kings having a, particularly bright future i think mm, that especially with luke walton exactly i think that marvin bagley honestly i think that he could develop some more but i don't see his development skyrocketing as some of the other players in the draft all right next up i think the best player in this draft yeah easily the best a plus this guy averages 29 yeah. 9 and 9 yeah. for this season he's one of the best players in the nba already and he's going to yeah. be a top five player for, like, the next years to come. And he took yeah. his playoffs, um, if we have playoffs this year, uh, took his team to his playoffs in the second year, which is very hard to do. Yeah, already a superstar at age 21. I mean, nothing more you could say about this kid. I mean, yeah, I love Luka Doncic. Love the way that he plays. Uh, Using the TK all the time. Yeah, <laughs> great centerpiece for the Mavericks organization. He was the piece that they needed to propel them into that playoff spot that they yep. gained this year. I mean, Mr. Rookie of the Year, I don't know what else to say, A+. plus. Right, next up is Jaron Jackson. Jad, what was your grade for Jaron Jackson? I got him at a B. Again, a decent player. Uh, he's shown me some glimpses of being pretty good, but he's not mm-hmm. there just yet. I'll, I'll see how he develops. Right, I gave him a B, 16-5. and five. He's super versatile. He can shoot a three. He's one of mm-hmm. the best bigs defensive-wise in this draft yeah. class. I think he has lots of potential to be a defensive player of the year type of guy. I like him mm. a lot. I think this is definitely more of a potential-based grade because I think Aiden yeah. and Bagley have been doing better. But 
I yeah. think he could outpass them as years go on. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I got Jaron Jackson at a B. I think that, yeah, like Dylan said, he's shown flashes of brilliance. I think I, I think his defense is very, very good. Uh, he has a three-point shot, which is uncommon for people that commonly play his position. And honestly, I think that he has a lot of potential left in him. Hopefully the Grizzlies don't screw it up. Next up is Trey Young. Gets an A-plus for me. A-plus. Him yeah. or Luca. You could both debate that another time, but <clears throat> he's averaging 29-9-5. and five. I like Luca a bit better, though. Uh, he's yeah. obviously the bigger body. Um, Luca's no uh, defensive all-star, but Trey Young is kind of a liability on defense at times. You know, I don't really see that with mm-hmm. Luca. Yeah. I mean, they're both great playmakers. Both can propel teams, but I Trey Young's still an A-plus draft pick for me. Yeah, I got Trey Young in A, you know, uh, made the all-star starting lineup his second year. Yeah. I think, obviously, he's slightly worse than Luka, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think he's a really good player. And the Hawks ultimately won that trade because they got a first-rounder from next year, mm-hmm. which mm. they used on Cam Reddish, I believe. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got Trey Young in an A+. I think that, yeah, his defense is a little bit questionable, but it's kind of expected from someone who's that size, size and – and plays the way that he plays. I'm glad that he hasn't turned into the carbon copy of Steph Curry that everyone kept comparing him to. <laughs> I think that his first season, he was a little bit more inefficient than I would have liked in his first couple of games. Oh, but yeah. down the stretch, you can really see how he's evolved as a player. I mean, averaging dang near 30 points I mean, per game. I, this is a guy, really too, good. who I think, like, 15 years from now could have, like, the nutmeg as one of the most, like, all-time – NBA moves, you know, on par with, like, Jordan's fadeaway and whatnot. I mean, you don't really see any guys doing that. But Trae I mean, because – I mean, Trey Young does that sometimes, though. It's not like his signature move, like, I when think he's posting. his signature. Well, he doesn't, like, dribble up the court and then nutmeg someone <laughs> and then score a layup every time. Well, actually, he can't do it every time. But... All right, anyway. Yeah, but – Next up is Mohamed Bamba. <laughs> Gets a C-minus for me. Barely yep. passes. 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. He hasn't really done much. I mean, he's got potential to be maybe like a, a 8.8 rebound type of guy. He's just okay. I got him at a C. The Magic are not, like, using him well at all. He's not getting yeah. many minutes. I mean, he has potential, but he's really done nothing since he's uh, entered the NBA. I mean, he was hurt for uh, a while in his first year, but just he hasn't shown me anything yet. And he's a Texas boy, and I liked him at Texas. Yeah. But the Magic have sort of ruined his development, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that a major uh, reason why Mo Bamba isn't a great player, I mean, like a maybe a B, B-plus player, I think yeah. physically he has all the attributes that you want. He's working on that three-pointer. Yeah, and he's got he, like a 7'11 wingspan or something like true, that. True, he, he's very tall. He's very athletic. But I think that, like Jad said, the Magic just don't know how to utilize him. I mean, they're barely playing him, and when he does play, he doesn't play very well. I gave this guy a C-minus as well. <clears throat> Right, next pick was Wendell Carter Jr. from Duke. Jad, what was your grade for him? I got him at a C plus. You know, I thought whoa, whoa. he could arguably be better than Marvin Bagley, but I think Bagley has shown more glimpses. And uh, <clears throat> I don't, I don't see how Wendell Carter could be really a leader of the team. I gave him a B minus. He's averaged eleven nine, eleven points, nine boards. I mean, he's good. He's got some nice post moves. Mm-hmm. I like the way that he gets used in the Bulls' offense. Mm-hmm. The way that he plays. Is similar to Anthony Davis, in my opinion. He's got low post, high post, 
can roll, he can pick. I think I think he's going to become better than Bagley, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of the few guys that, like I said earlier, has still those post moves in today's NBA. Uh, yeah, so I have Wendell Carter at a B. I think that he he's one of the few bright spots on a pretty lackluster Bulls team. Uh, I think that, honestly, he was a pick well spent because uh, – they kind of needed someone down low, considering the Bulls have virtually no one. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think he's a solid pick. He works pretty well in their offense. He's a good defender. Yeah, B. Right, next up is Colin Sexton. I gave him an A minus. What? Average nineteen three and three. I think this guy's a potential All NBA defense type of guy. Um. But he is probably benefiting from playing on a pretty bad Cavs team, but I think this guy has lots of potential. I have him at a B minus once again. Uh, he is a pretty good defender, but I like, once again I don't see him being able to lead the Cavs to the playoffs. He, he yeah. needs like a good player around him, and you know he had to replace a big void in uh, LeBron James leaving yeah. the year he entered the team. But I mean he's decent. We'll see how his career plays out. Uh, yeah, I gave him a C plus. Uh... I don't particularly like his game. I think he here in Fox's game, except he's slower and he doesn't make as many shots. Uh, I personally don't think that this Cavs team has any hope, even with the added benefit of having Andre Drummond. I feel like Colin Sexton's career is all going to be for nothing. Uh, yeah, so I gave him a C plus. All for nothing, my goodness. <laughs> okay, next up is Kevin Knox. I gave this guy a D. He's averaging seven and three on the Knicks. Like, if you're averaging seven three on the Knicks, that's like two points and one rebound on the Lakers. So he has had his moments where he's had like thirty point games. He hasn't proven any consistency, yeah. but I think he has decent potential, maybe to become like a solid wing scorer. I got him at a C. I think he's a role player at best when, uh, yeah, when his yeah. career is all said and done. I don't see him as ever being a star, an all star, or a superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I gave him a D plus. Uh, I mean, this guy baffled Knicks fans when he was chosen. Uh, it just kind of shows the incompetent incompetence of the franchise. I mean, they've just chosen bad pick after bad pick, and I think Kevin Knox kind of illustrates that they're not using him, and when they're not using him well at all, he's not developing because the Knicks organization is so bad. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's not starting. I mean, the Knicks aren't exactly the best team to be playing on either. So they could at least give him some minutes, but they're hardly even doing that. And he's not putting up the stats. So I gave him D plus. Yep. Next up is Shy Gilgis Alexander. I'm a big fan of this guy. Wait, what about? You... No, I think you skipped Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He was out there. Yeah, yeah. Mikhail Bridges gets a C for me, 10, 5, and 1. I yeah. mean, in my opinion, he's just like a solid role player type of guy. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges, uh, I have him at a C. He's very similar to Kevin Knox, in my opinion. As you mm-hmm. said, he's a role player. Yeah. He's never going to be a star or a leader of the team. Yeah, I have him as a C as well. I mean, nothing from his game really stands out to me in particular, but I think mm-hmm. he's an okay pick for the Suns. <clears throat> okay, and now next up is Shai Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> Dominated uh, one of the surprise players of the year, in my opinion. True, true, um, very 19, true. 6 and 3 took a tremendous step to kind of aid Chris Paul and uh, mm-hmm. the Thunder, who shocked a lot of people this year. 
This guy's long. He can post up guards. He's a great playmaker. I think he's going to be one of the better guards in the NBA uh, come the next five years. Yeah, I got him on A-, and I think the Clippers are going to regret trading him away to the Thunder because, Mm -hmm. I mean, they traded so much for that, and I feel like the Thunder really didn't think Shigos Alexander was going to be this good, but he has been amazing for them. He's definitely worked out in that trade. Yeah, I think that the the Thunder definitely won that trade. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shigos Alexander, I gave him an A. I love the guy's game. He's... He's he's very athletic. He's mm-hmm. a great pairing with Chris Paul, an aging Chris Paul that people didn't even think he could play very well this year. I think that yeah. both of them are a great force on the Thunder, who, yeah, it shocked me even. I didn't expect them to do well at all. Uh, I think Steven Adams, uh, Shy, and Chris Paul are putting together a solid team. Right, next up is Jerome Robinson. I have no Miles idea. Bridges. No, it's Miles Bridges. What? That, okay, well, whatever. Alright, you guys go. Uh, Miles Bridges, he he gets a B plus from me. He got a Rising Stars MVP. He's a solid yeah. player for the Hornets. Um, he was on my fantasy team. I kind of <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like him. Uh, yeah, I get this guy a B. I mean, yeah, um, he was on my fantasy B team minus too. B minus for Bridges. I think he's an okay. Just interrupted me mid sentence. <laughs> oh, you just like lagged out. I didn't. I didn't hear you at all. Like you were completely. Okay, sorry about that. that. Okay, so Miles Bridges, I gave him a B. I mean, he's a solid player. The Hornets are doing pretty well. I hope he'll develop into a great player soon. Uh, yeah, so C for me. I mean, he, I think he's just going to be another role player as well. All right, now next up is Jerome Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have no idea who this guy was, and I'm a pretty big yeah. NBA type of guy. This guy's averaging 3-2-1. and one. I, F for me, he's been a complete bust. <laughs> Yeah, I have a D as for him. I honestly haven't really heard of him since he came into the league. Uh, apparently, he was on the Clippers and now on – which team is he on now? I don't even know. The Wizards. I don't know. The Wizards. <laughs> yeah, I got him at a D. All right, next up is uh, – yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so I gave him an F. I had no idea who this guy was. When I looked at the stats, I was like, there's no wonder I don't know who this is. Uh <laughs> So, I, I don't really see a lot of promise with this guy. I don't know what team he's on. Uh, hope he's doing well. Hope he's getting paid. Uh, hope he's staying safe. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, now is Michael Porter Jr. Oh, man. Gets a C-minus for me, 7-4-1. Before college, before this college season of these guys getting drafted, this guy was going to yeah. be a unanimous number one pick. Number he's one, yeah. To, he's supposed to be a transcendent player, generational talent. Um, but obviously, injuries hampered his career a little bit there. But I think um, he still has tremendous potential. You've seen great moments from him. He's, I think he's like a baby Jason Tatum as of right now. So he baby Jason Tatum. What a I, got, I got Michael Porter Jr. to see, you know, very injury prone. I mean, obviously not really his fault. Mm-hmm. But I've seen flashes here and there. And, I mean, I if he, he could turn his career around and yeah. become the really good player that people expected he was going to be when he was in college yeah i i do like michael porter jr i wish him i wish that he was a bit less injury prone i mean that's really all that's holding him back from a really great nba career i gave him a c plus uh i feel like he just hasn't produced that much i don't think it's really his fault that he got injured i don't think it's 
his fault for his lack of production, but the Nuggets are honestly a strong team, and I don't know if you'll yeah. be able to uh, – I think he's just playing – he's just uh, their sixth man off the bench. I don't see him starting anytime soon. All right, last up for the first 15 picks is Troy Brown. Um, I gave him a D plus, 8.2 on the Wizards. I think he'd be a bit worse elsewhere. He's he's kind of just like a role player off the bench. Yeah, Yeah, I have him at a C minus, bench player Mm -hmm. at best, not very good. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really – I haven't heard much of him since he's gotten to the league either. Yeah, I had this guy at a D. I didn't really know who this was. I mean, he's averaging around nine points per game, five rebounds, two assists. I mean, not not stellar numbers by any means, and I think the Wizards have some better players than him. I'm giving him a D. All right, next up, if you were to pick one NBA player to build a franchise around, who would you be taking, Jad? Who would you build a franchise around? All right, so I think we should all agree it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, um, I, I mean, he's definitely uh, – he's arguably the best player in the league at age 26 or 25. Yep. Um, he's led the Bucks to the first seed two years in a row. He's probably going to be a two-time MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, what better player to build your team around? Uh, yeah, I have Giannis <laughs> as well. He's 26 years old. He can play one through five, guard one through five. Jump shot's only going to get better. Offensively, this yeah. guy can do so much. He could be a roller. You could post him up from mm-hmm. anywhere on the court. I mean, if you want to talk about a fast break machine, you got to talk about Giannis. This guy's a defensive mm-hmm. player of the year candidate. 2019, 29-14-6 this season. Uh, this guy's mm-hmm. going to be dominant for at least another six years. But one of the things that kind of concerns me about this guy's longevity is his game is so athletic dependent compared to some oh, other true. guys <laughs> that are so more dependent on their skill, like my second option guy. Yeah. But – this guy obviously is one of the best players in that game. Yeah, I had to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo as well. I mean, I think he's a great player. I mean, MVP candidate probably would have won MVP this season. Uh, I think that he's a great player to start a franchise around. If you can help him develop his jump shot, I think he'll be the most unstoppable player in the league. All right, since we all picked Giannis, and that's kind of boring, we had to, <laughs> I had to pick a second player. So, Drew, who is your second player? <laughs> My second player was Kevin Durant. I think when he's healthy, this guy I think when he's mm. healthy, this guy is a pure slasher. He's a amazing we've never seen anyone score like Kevin Durant can score. He's seven feet tall. He can shoot threes like a guard. He he's I mean, he's not the strongest in the post, but he can still play it because of how, how yeah. tall he is. I mean, I I the only reason I would take him over LeBron is because of the factor of LeBron's age. And LeBron is a little bit worse at the three ball than him. I feel like KD would have a longer career. And if you could develop him right, I think he'd be unstoppable. All right. So I have a guy who's much younger. I have Luka Doncic. This guy is one of the best playmakers in the league. He's 20 years old. That is absolutely crazy. This guy's playing against NBA competition since he was 16. He elevates Mm -hmm. his entire team, which is something – that really only LeBron James has been doing so far this year. 29-9-9, like I said earlier, that's a dang near 30-point triple-double on a nightly mm-hmm. basis. Offensively, mm-hmm. this guy can do everything in the book. He's just oozing with potential. He showed himself in the clutch and clutch mm-hmm. shots game winners. Giannis hasn't really shown that yet. Luka can get mm-hmm. buckets off the dribble, and uh, I think he has tremendous potential, but... um. 
obviously his athleticism isn't quite as good as Giannis, so that's what kind of separates it. I think Chad just left. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to add it back. Jeff. Can we edit this? Yeah, yeah, we can. Just go. Okay, good. I just said my pick, Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, we got to get so Jad needs to go. Okay, we can cut out this part, though. It's okay. Um, yeah. What is, what is up? up? What, what is, is up? up? I'm not sure what Jad did there. Sorry, that was, I, I don't know what's happening. All right, so who is your second option for your franchise? All right, mine was also Luka Doncic, um, you know, 20 oh, years okay. old. Uh, superstar. I'm not going to bore you with the stats like Dylan just did, but uh, <laughs> he's already hey. a top five player in his Give second one year. one stat line. <laughs> Rookie of the year. Pretty sure he led the league in um, – or he's leading the league in triple-doubles this year. Uh, he's leading that Mavs team. And, uh, yeah, I mean, arguably – honestly, when I thought it over, I think he – you could arguably choose him over Giannis. Yeah, that's but, what I was saying. But the but Giannis has already proven much more than him. But Luca yeah. will get there. And right, next up is probably our most highly anticipated <laughs> segment. We've had requests from this from so many people ever since our yep. first episode. Hot Ryan, this is for you, rappers. <laughs> um, Drew, this is for you. Let's start us out with number five. Okay, so I just want to. Make the rules clear here. It's top five of our favorite rappers. We're yeah. not talking about best rappers. That's yep. why, like, artists like Jay Z aren't on my <laughs> list. Nas. I yeah. mean, I'm sorry. All time greats, but obviously. I mean, of course, they're some of the best rappers of all time, but this list is pers- is strictly favorite based. Mm-hmm. Yep. If one of your art, one okay, of the artists that you it, like, I left out. <laughs> I'm trying to be friendly, Dylan. Oh my God. This guy's such a hater. Okay, so number five. I have one of the biggest glitches in the music industry, Playboy Cardi. Oh I think oh. he just make he oh. just makes slapper after slapper. <laughs> I, I think that he he's a very consistent artist, even though he hasn't dropped anything in oh, quite a bit. Uh, I think that dude. he's an incredibly hard artist to get into. Uh, at first, when I first heard like my first Playboy Cardi song, I thought it was absolute dog. <laughs> I. I really hated this guy, but then so many people were hyping him up in the rap community that I decided to give him a second chance. Second chance as you no. keep listening to him, as you keep listening to him, you grow this w- weird kind of liking to him, and then you just start getting <laughs> really into his music. It, it's just this attractive force that he has. I've never experienced wow. that with any other artist. <laughs> wow. Uh, but he's my, he's my number five just because he doesn't have that many songs that are officially out and i feel like he's a little bit limited in terms of technical production my number five travis scott Mm. obviously this guy Mm. really popped onto the scene last year with some of his no no he popped onto the scene in 2015 okay 2015 but (laughs) obviously he was tremendously popular last year i mean he's just a number five for me he's just good got some got some spots on the playlist here and there i mean uh, at number five, I got Young Thug. His vocals are Woo! absolutely goaded. I every yep. every time he features with one of my favorite artists, I know it's gonna be a banger. Um, he literally he uh, what's it called? He introduced Gunna and Lil Baby into like the rap industry and helped them yeah. out and paved them mm-hmm. paved the way for them. And uh, unfortunately, yeah. one of my favorite songs by him, it's called Relationship. 
it was sort of it yeah. was ruined by TikTok. Oh, man. And I just can't hear yeah. it the same now. Yeah. Don't have the TikTok app. Not really sure what happened there, but <laughs> sounds like a sad situation. Uh, Okay, so for the number four spot for me, I mean, I had to go with Young Thug. I mean, the guy's arguably the most influential rapper of the current generation. I'm not talking about all time. Current generation. He put on so many of the new rappers. You can see his influence stretched so far and wide. Like, rappers like Lil Uzi, Lil Keed, uh, Lil Baby, Gunna. So many people that have been influenced directly or indirectly by Young Thug. He's got a really strong discography. I think that his album is so much fun. Probably my favorite album of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the guy. I've never really heard an absolutely garbage song. And if by him, and if it was garbage, then it usually wasn't his fault. <laughs> I have my number four, Jad and Ryan. Got me into this guy, Lil Uzi. <laughs> Obviously, everyone, oh my God. everyone was hating up, on up. Uppity on that, sorry, <laughs> that stretch. It drops a second version a lot better. I mean, yeah. Ryan always plays this guy in our car. Absolutely insane. You guys sing it every yeah. single time, but he's got he's got some nice songs. <clears throat> or Jad, yeah. I believe, number four. And I don't know what the heck Jad's yeah, doing. All right, all right. So, in my yeah. back, in my back. Yeah. Okay, so number four, I got J. Cole. One of the best lyricists oh, of all man. time. I love him. Unfortunately, couldn't make my list. He's, he's relatable at times. Did not make my list. He's he's <laughs> just he's one of the greatest rappers of all time that I've ever heard. I absolutely love yeah. him, and he's at my number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Drew. I believe you're up at the number three position. Number three position. So this is when it starts getting tough. My top three. Yep. Uh, I had a clear I, cut number one, but three and two were tough. I. Yeah, me too. I could have switched these two. I could have put in any other rapper that I really like in for these two. It's just how I'm feeling at the particular moment. Yep. Number three, I have Kendrick Lamar. Guys, mm-hmm. honestly, probably the best rapper of all time. Uh, <laughs> de- definitely top three, no question. I think he's absolutely phenomenal when it comes to lyrics. Yep. Uh, to, to Pip a Butterfly, absolutely amazing mm-hmm. album. One of the few albums I would give a 10 out of 10 to. Uh, I think he has this probably one of the strongest discographies in hip hop. Uh, great lyricist, won the Pulitzer Prize for his efforts on his album "Damn." Not even his best album. Yeah. Uh, he's got he's got fire songs. He's got lyrical songs. All of his songs have a deeper meaning. He's a great lyricist. I can play this guy. Usually, when, if I'm in the mood for this guy, he always hits at the right <laughs> moment. Uh, yeah, he's my number three. I I actually agree with Drew here. Same number three for me. I mean, like Ooh. like you said, in terms of lyrics, you're you're not gonna get any better than this guy. I mean, he's so symbolic. Like when you think of rap, he's he has to be one of the first guys mm-hmm. to come see him. And number three, I got Juice World. Uh, yeah, what? bro. Currently, I mean, when you're you you don't get field, points for overdosing when you <laughs> when you're in your <laughs> no 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 we shouldn't make that joke but, we shouldn't make that joke when you're in oh, your fields yeah, this true, is the actually. This yeah. is the best rapper to listen to when a girl broke up with no. you or, or you know, you're just... <laughs> Wait, Juice World. Juice World is a better rapper to listen to when you're in your feels than Drake? I mean, arguably. I'm just, right now, I'm really feeling his music. Maybe it's just... Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair. Maybe that's it's fair. just because he died and I'm trying to, like, reminisce. But, like, okay. yeah. he was he was up and coming. He was going to be one of, one of the best rappers of our generation. Not sure if I would go there, but... Yeah, <laughs> uh, but respectable opinion. Oh yeah, just to clarify, these are our top five favorite as of right now. Not like all. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 
So my number two, I had to go with Travis Scott. I have never heard a bad song from this guy. <laughs> mm. Amazing discography. You've got the best trap album of all time with Rodeo. You've got an uh, incredibly commercially successful album with Astroworld. Uh, you've got, I mean, Jack was kind of disappointing, but you got his underground more early projects like Days Before Rodeo and Al Faro. He has something called uh, Rodeo and Day Before Rodeo. What the heck? Yeah, get a big one, kid, buddy. Good one, bro. (laughs) Okay, so this guy, this this guy pulls directly from the inspiration of Kanye West. I mean, he's really perfected auto tune to make it sound good. It doesn't sound like he's overusing it. Yeah, so guys, he's definitely overusing a lot, in my opinion. Oh god. Um. (laughs) So I think he's an incredibly strong rapper. I he. Has sat. He has kind of more vibey songs. He's got hype songs. I think that this guy, he's honestly a really versatile rapper. Yeah, I don't. True. I don't think he's. I. I think that he's definitely on top of the game as of right now. On top of the game, my number two. I have little baby Jad's guy. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, this guy. His new album. It really just took over as soon as it dropped. <laughs> I mean, this my guy's turn. done so many. So many songs. Um, obviously, he had the dripping thing in freshman year. Got very popular. I mean, this guy lyrics, you know, fast tempo. He, the dripping. He's thing? got all of these. He's got all of these. And number two, drip too hard. I got little Uzi Vert. I don't care what oh, mood I'm in. He is. I, I don't care what mood I'm in. Any song of his is goaded. Oh my I goodness. mean, his last album kind of. It was below. It was lagging. It was lagging. But his his deluxe uh, made it ten times better. I mean, yeah. I love this guy. His lyrics are amazing. His voice is good at times. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> My number one. I mean, undisputed. This guy, I absolutely love, Mr. Kanye West. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can argue about that gospel album, but you name me one rapper that did that. And did it better than Kanye West, other than Kanye West. This guy is absolutely <laughs> amazing. The most influential rapper of all time, no question. I thought it was fun. Uh, no, I said one. I said most influential of this current oh, generation. Okay. That's what I said, not all time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Kanye, he has the sad songs. He inspired the entire uh, sad rap era with 808s mm-hmm. and Heartbreak. He has his magnum opus, the 10 out of 10. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, mm. an amazing album. He's got polarizing, polarizing projects like Yeezus, uh, The Life of Pablo. Uh, his, he's maybe falling off a little bit more as he gets older, but I think he's kind of trying to turn over a new leaf. Mm. Or he's maybe just having another mood swing. Bipolar. I don't really know Kanye. Bipolar. Bipolar. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can play this guy anytime, anywhere. Uh, yeah, he's... Easily my number one. All right, my number one, very easy decision for me as well. I have Drake. I mean, this guy's dominated yeah. rap industry for probably like the past 10 years. This guy came for everybody's yeah. throat, and he absolutely destroyed them. I mean, this guy's like kind of – his tone has changed a bit, but like, before he was like a more hungry guy. Now he's more reflecting on what he's done. I mean, lyrics, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Composition, the themes he's able to portray – this guy's done it all. If you step mm-hmm. onto a basketball court or you're in a practice with some basketball music playing, this guy's going to play. Probably one of the reasons he <laughs> does it for me, you know. But this was a clear-cut number one for me. And number one, I got the go little baby. Uh, the way he switches <laughs> flows, sometimes he's sad, sometimes Switch he's it up. tight. 
I, I love him. He drips too hard. And I don't care what you say. <laughs> he is definitely better than Gunna. I don't know yeah, where that's, that's too. got the that thought. I don't better. know about that. Gunna's only good on how is, how is, yeah, that's facts, actually. That's facts. Literally, when Gunna had, like, this performance, he performed Yosemite, which is literally <laughs> not his song. So I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> but uh, Lil Baby is probably going to be the leader of this generation. Ooh. No. I, I could see that. I could see that. I cannot. You know, Drake <laughs> kind of passing the torch to him a little bit. I, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to switch it up, go back to some NFL, a surprise NFL team. Who? Which team do you think is going to burst onto the scene? Now, for me, lots of teams I like. Obviously, young quarterbacks is what I was kind of looking for here. But for me, I have <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals. I am oh, all yeah. in on Kyler yeah. Murray. Obviously, they got arguably the best wide receiver in the game, DeAndre Hopkins. They've got Christian Kirk, Kenyon Drake, solid. Um, they've got the eighth pick in the draft. Obviously, that's probably going to go to an O-line as their O-line's pretty abysmal. But they signed some <laughs> veteran types on defense. I like Cliff Kingsbury. And another thing, too, I see all the teams in that division, Rams, and even the Niners having a little bit of a drop-off. I think they're going to have some fights with Seahawks, but they actually won at Seattle. I mean, with the new playoff bracket, we're beating them next year. They could get into the seventh seed easily. This is going to be a team that nobody's going to want to play. I like the Cardinals. All right, my surprise NFL team is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm, All I, the think, I think they're there. done. I think they're done. You got, they're no, washed. you got Matt Ryan. They're washed. Jones, Todd Gurley now. Their O line. I is think solid. they can make a strong push. They just need to make it stick, and I think they'll succeed big They're time. De- they haven't fixed their defense at all. Like that was okay. Problem. Well, that's that's what the draft is for, and you <laughs> yeah. you win the division. I don't care about no Drew Brees or Tom Brady. The Falcons are winning. Whoa. The division. Okay then. Uh, my surprise NFL teams was actually the Cardinals as yeah. well. I think the Cardinals have a bright future. I think that Kyler Murray, even though Dylan doesn't stop. Uh, ranting and fanboying him. Yep. I was going to use a different term there, but we got to keep PG. That's true. Uh, that's true. Actually, we could go PG. So, There's no rated no, R. But, uh, no, but the uh, yeah, the term that I was going to use oh, is pretty okay, rated okay. R. Um, so <laughs> I I think that this guy, Kyler Murray, is a very skilled quarterback. I mean, very obviously skilled. winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well deserved. Year. Well deserved. Uh, and he's getting a new no. offensive threat threat with DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. I think that DeAndre Hopkins had immense talent to that yep. Cardinals offense. And then Kenyon Drake, I think, is a developing player that showed us how good he can actually be when he scored those, like, I think, like, four touchdowns in a game. He had, like, mm-hmm. I think 48 pa- fantasy points, something like that. Uh, he's a great uh, – he's a great future. I think that if the Cardinals really uh, kind of uh, – <laughs> Sorry, I'm, the words are losing me right now. If the Cardinals can put their their team together well, I feel like they can make a strong push for the playoffs. Uh, Jad, who is your bust team? The Houston Texans. This team is clearly falling apart. They're just bad. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really think that Deshaun they Watson have expectations anymore, honestly. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I couldn't well, qualify them as a bust team. They were yeah, a playoff yeah. team last year, so... I mean, before that's they true, traded Hopkins, true. I thought that they were going to win the division again. But clearly falling apart, matter of a time before Deshaun Watson speaks up about the toxicity of that organization. <laughs> Honestly, you could have seen this coming after they blew that 24 lead to KC and lost by 20. This will cause a downward spiral in the franchise. All right, my bus team is the Philadelphia Eagles. 
I thought uh, the, I don't think max, they're going to be a bust. I just think I've they're not the, good. Okay, I've got the max going eight and eight. You've got at least half the media saying this team's the clear-cut favorite to win the division. Half the media saying Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Which I think is. both of those are complete <laughs> falsehoods. If you've listened to our previous episodes, I'm not a big Carson Wentz guy. They haven't gotten any receivers. Lost Aguilar, though that probably helps them out a bit, honestly, now that I'm looking at them. I looked at their schedule. They've got from for sure losses. They've got from for sure wins as well, but Wentz is going to throw those away like he normally does. So I got Eagles going. Max 8-8, eight and eight, Cowboys winning that division. I'm going to make a – I mean, I feel like this is just me personally. I do, I the, the Minnesota Vikings being a very good team next year. I think that mm-hmm. they've – I like the Vikings a lot. I think that they've always just managed to make it into the playoffs without really um, having, like, too much – talent they've never really excelled in one particular field i mean Kirk cousins not a good quarterback i'm just going to tell you right now he's very overrated he's, he's solid he's better than carson once no, no when Car- yeah way better and uh i think <laughs> and then losing stefan diggs huge hit to their team i mean they That's still true. have That's adam Thielen, but they lost some guys on they defense lost a lot of guys on well. defense, especially <laughs> the major players i was looking at xavier rhodes arguably their best defensive player they gave away. Uh, I feel like this team isn't really going to perform too well. Uh, I mean, Dalvin Cook is still a solid player, but I don't really see him producing like he did last year. I'm going to say that they're going to be a bust. All right, now for our wrap-up segment. Oh, great. One thing we love, one thing we hate. One thing I love, Drew kind of paved the road for this flight reaction. <laughs> yeah. This guy, this guy's an absolute character. Flight team stand up. Look at Curry, man. I, I actually, this is how I got into. I saw Curry reading the comment on his Instagram live, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" And I was like, "What's the big deal here?" <laughs> saw the guy instantly. Knew this guy was something special. I mean, this guy—he's just amazing. Uh, one thing I'm loving is Fortnite Storm Wars. Uh, I played it with the boys last night. It's basically like a free for all with you, all your friends. Oh, I want to play. It's pretty fun and. Yeah, you could play tonight if yeah, you sure. want. It's very vibey. Oh, okay, okay, we don't need to have this mushiness. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, uh, so for me, one thing that I love, I love, uh, I just got this new thing called Wi-Fi Mesh. So I went from having this, ter- <laughs> yeah. this terrible Wi-Fi connection from AT&T, and they're saying that they're not going to upgrade it. Uh, so I, on average, got around like uh, one to three megabytes per second to put that in perspective that's like really bad if you're trying to download like one game it would take i think it took me exactly 40 hours to download nba 2k20 and load up the load to the loading screen it it was that bad i would consistently get around 2000 any of my games which the normal amount is like between zero to like 10 uh, but then we installed yeah. this new thing, Eero Wi-Fi Mesh. You can get it on Amazon. There are a bunch of different packages. So you set it up. Amazon, make sure you sponsor yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to happen. And uh, <laughs> so you just plug it in straight into your router, and it boosts your connection. And uh, basically it creates this whole new Wi-Fi network while still like being attached to your router. So you won't have to like pay a separate 
like month by month plan. I'm literally explaining to you guys how to do this. It's so easy. All right. Uh, yeah. All that I need to do is download the app on my phone. And Wrap now I have like 10 megabytes per second, which is, yeah, 10 times better than I used to have. So I'm really loving it. Great, like how Dylan's getting impatient, Great. even though he makes me do this stupid segment every week. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Uh, hopefully, this will be our best episode. If you have any recommendations for what you want us to do, make sure you tell us. If you want to maybe get on the podcast, we do have lots of guests waiting on. Any closing <laughs> statements, you guys? Follow oh, yeah, make us sure. On yeah, Instagram, get that. Uh, yeah, we'll yep. probably uh, post uh, probably post soon after this episode's done. Uh, kind of a cut this yep. down a little with the little jab lag and me forgetting what to say. Uh, yeah, so follow <laughs> yeah. us on Instagram. All right. Peace out.